What's up, guys? And stay tuned for episode two of the Creatography Podcast, where we talk about photo meets, lessons learned, and how to make the most out of attending photo meets. Stick around, and we hope you enjoy episode two of the Creatography Podcast. What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Creatography Podcast. Your host, as always, myself, Devonte, better known on Instagram as D Randolph Images, and my brother Thomas, better known as Thomas D Photographs. How you feeling today, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited for this episode. And uh, just if I can, real quick, thank you to everybody who listened to episode one. We got some good feedback, and um, we're excited to record the second episode for you. Great, man. I'm excited too. Um, episode one. Well, to be honest with you guys, just this whole podcast took a long time in the making, so it feels great that we finally pushed it out to you guys. Um, and if you listen to episode one, we talked about a lot of progress and perfection and stuff like that. So if you listened, you know what we're talking about. If you didn't listen, I would suggest you go back and uh, listen to episode one. It's great, but we kind of took forever to put out this podcast because we were all about perfectionism and everything like that and we just said f it let's let's just throw it out and let's do what we do so now we're on episode two it feels great um and yeah uh what do you want to touch bases on on episode two thomas episode two is all about photo meets uh, all of our experiences i want to just walk right through the whole journey of photo meets you know i know you we were talking off off, I, what is that, off air? I don't know, is this on air? Oh, that's so official. Episode two, <laughs> we are on air, bro. And we're going to talk about photo meets. You've been to many, I've been to a few, and I'm sure people listening have been to them too. And so, yeah, photo meet 101, and uh, let's get into it. Yeah, man. Um, I've been to a couple of photo meets over the years. Um when we first started, I believe that's in episode one, um, you know, I used to just walk around downtown LA and just shoot like, um, I totally, because I'm thinking of it on the spot, I can't remember it right now. Oh, time-lapse. I used to shoot a lot of time-lapse photography um, over the freeway in downtown LA and everything like that. I never wanted to get into portraiture and stuff like that. So let's fast forward it. I believe a year the next year, which is I think year two for me, uh, shooting in photography, and that's when I told myself, okay, man, let's start shooting portraiture, you know, because I wanted to make some money, but also just wanted to learn a new genre of photography besides just time uh, time lapse, excuse me, and shooting plants and flowers and trees and toys and stuff like that. So, you mean long um, exposures? Yeah, long exposure. There long you go. exposure. Thanks, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you're fancy <laughs> yeah, with like, those time lapses, man. Right. <laughs> I'm already jumping like five, like four more years. Um, but yeah, long <laughs> exposure is what I meant. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, I met uh, a good friend, our good friend. Um, shout out to uh, Michael Dead Eye Vision on Instagram. I met him downtown LA. And basically after that, that's how I started getting to photo meets because uh, after we kind of like wrapped it up and we kind of just started walking and shooting and talking, um, he's like, yo, bro, are you going to go to this photo meet next week? And I'm like, photo meet? Like, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's basically like uh, where a lot of photographers get together um, and they shoot models and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, is there a charge or like how does that work? You know, he's like, yeah, bro. Like it's just it's like kind of like car meets, you know, a lot of people get together with their cars and they show off and 
They let you, you know, do whatever, look and everything like that, but just for photographers. So if you want to learn how to shoot portraiture or whatever, or shoot models, you can because it's totally free. Um, but basically, it's a spot where everybody just gets together and have fun. And I'm like, you know what? At that, you know, when he told me, I was still nervous because, again, I didn't really care for shooting portraiture. So I'm like, yeah, maybe, man. You know, if you hold me to it, I might show up. I don't know. But. Yeah, man, um, I don't remember, I think it was Street Mid LA, and that was the first photo of me I ever went to, fast forward a couple of months later, that, that sorry, fast forward a week later, um, he hits me up, and he's like, yo, bro, we gotta go to this meet, um, come down, and it was in San Pedro, and I'm like, Palo Verde, excuse me, it was in Palo Verde, and I'm like, alright, man, so I get down there, and I'm telling you, man, Thomas, it was... I was so nervous. It was so many, so, so, so many photographers and so many models. Um, and as a newbie in a game, you know, you're like, I don't know what to do, man. Right. Um, I don't know how to start. I don't know where to start. Like, you know, and I'm a very social guy. Like, I don't mind talking to people. I love people. I love talking. You know, I love making new friends. But at the same time, when you're doing something that you're very passionate about, and you have other people there who are ranks ahead of you and just so much better than you, you get nervous, right? And you're like, uh, never been to one. How do I talk to these models? How do I shoot these people? How do I meet these new photographers? Like, you know, hey, what kind of camera equipment are you, you know, you got? And mm -hmm. just a bunch of stuff, man. So that day was, uh, that day was very crazy and wild to me, man. But that yeah. was my first photo meet, man. Wow. Um, yeah, do, what do about you, yours, bro? Well, real quick, do you remember, like, did you try to engage with models? Did you kind of, uh, did you stray away from uh, uh, Deadeye? Did you, did you like, kind of, or did you kind of stay together the whole time? What was the whole experience like for you? I know you said you were, you know, feeling like, sounds like there's party is comparing to people that were a little further along as photographers, but what, like, what did you do at that meet? Yeah, man. Um, so I think that's when I had my first camera again. Yeah, my Nikon D fifty three hundred or yeah, the fifty three hundred or fifty five hundred, one of those. And um, you know, I see all these guys with these Mark twos at the time. You know, Nikon full frame cameras, and I'm just you know, I'm in heaven at the same time because I'm like, yo, these cameras actually exist. People are actually using them. That's super cool. Hopefully, I can meet somebody who kind of like takes me under their wing or just gives me some cool super advice on you know what to expect or how to do certain things or how to take a portraiture shot or a headshot, you know, and things like that. Because besides that, um, leading up to this photo meet i was also on youtube every night trying to learn how to take portraits and trying to learn how to you know uh, uh you know pose models and stuff like that so if i decided to jump in a deep end um and say hey can i shoot you or whatever you know however you do it i can be prepared but then again you're never prepared because it's your first time doing it so you don't know if it's going to go right or wrong and what i mean by that is you know when you shoot a model uh, things can go very right and things can go very wrong you That's just true. don't know um That's so, so true. yeah it is very true man um you know you just never know so me and dead i just kind of stayed together cruising you know and um there was again it was like 
how they went was it was like one model who would get out there and then like all the photographers would crowd around like you had no space to breathe no space to shoot like it was like a hundred uh photographers for like one model so yeah yeah, yeah. it was like free for all you know like yeah you got to get the shot where you at you can't like push anybody out the way because people start to get upset and start to fight because you're out you know just you know you got to be nice to people you know and if you don't get the shot that's your fault because Mm. you know you got to be in position to get it um but how i felt was you know again like i said it was my first meet so it was very nerve-wracking you know i mean i didn't know what to say to models to shoot them but again i met this um other photographer really nice guy forget his name um but he you know he noticed i was a newbie and he's like yo man listen um basically how you want to do it man is if you see a model that you like or you can see something that you want to shoot just go up to the model and say, hey, is it okay if I shoot you really quick? Or, you know, you can pull them to the side and say, hey, can I shoot you over there? Because what you just saw, basically, what I explained was when a model goes out in models, you know, there's 100 cameras on that model. If it's a girl or a guy, it don't matter, you know, or a cosplayer or whatever. Um, and everybody's going to get that same shot, you know. Um, and you kind of want to be different. Um, so just kind of pull them to the side and ask them politely. If you get turned down... It's okay because there's other models here who are willing to shoot with you, you know. Not every model is going to shoot with you. It's totally fine because you got the seasoned vets and you have the newbies as well like me uh, talking about models and stuff like that. But you will learn here. And as you keep coming to the photo meets, you know, people will get to know you and what type of style you are and everything like that. And people will shoot with you. So, yeah, man, it was a, it was a long, hectic day. But that day was the day that I... You know, it wasn't the day that I put my fears aside because, again, that was my first day, so I didn't really shoot a lot. I just kind of shot in the crowd, um, and I didn't really, you know, evolve until, you know, D. Randolph Images until a couple other meets. So, mm. But it was a great meet, man. I mean, it was yeah. my first meet. The people were great. Besides, you know, you have some other people who are a-holes and stuff like that. I get more into that later. Get them. Get them. I actually want to right, hear about your, um, <laughs> your first photo meeting, you know, and uh what you did and everything how you felt about that man yeah yeah um man my first photo meet uh was taking me down memory lane i haven't i don't you know i don't feel like i've gone to a lot of photo meets but i've gone to a few you know probably seven or eight or so over the last few years four years um my first so i didn't know i didn't know about photo meets until i had instagram obviously but um, I was on Instagram and I saw, maybe I was on the explore page or something and I saw, uh, like, you know, the words photo meet and I said, what, what is that? You know, uh, you know, I, like, just like you said, I was, uh, passionate about photography. I was all in 110% if that's possible. And, uh, but I was, I was doing it on my own. I didn't have, you know, someone like Deadeye that, you know, invited me to a photo meet, which, I think it's really cool that you had that someone that said, Hey, this is a thing that I've gone to. Why don't you come with me and check it out? Um, but you know, so I came across this, uh, this, you know, ad on Instagram, Hey, photo meet this Saturday night. It was a conquer LA meet. And, uh, it was, you know, nine o'clock at night, downtown LA. I told my wife I was going to this photo meet and she's like, number one, what is that? Number two, where are you going? Number three, I hope you come (laughs) home. Because downtown LA at nine o'clock at night by yourself <laughs> with an expensive camera, hmm, not feeling yeah. too good about it, right? 
So I'm already here. Yep. So <laughs> I got in my car, man. I super excited, hopped up on fear and adrenaline and excitement, and <laughs> I, I went down there downtown LA, man. I I couldn't even. T- I don't even remember where uh, where this meet was held. I think it's one of the places that some of the TFTI meets do at night. One of their streets that they always use. Um, but anyways, I got there, looked for parking. As I was parking, I you know I pull up to park. It's pitch black. You know, it's like <laughs> the one street in downtown LA with no lights. Like, talk about setting the scene. Yeah, I, it was straight at <laughs> the beginning of a horror movie. I was like, do I right. go home now or do I wait five <laughs> minutes so I don't look like a coward? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, do I do I sure. sit in my car? Because I was I was nervous, dude. And and for anybody listening, uh, please know I'm definitely Devante said he's a very outgoing person. Mm, I consider myself to be an introvert, pretty reserved. <laughs> so going to a, for all I'm being serious right now, going to a photo meet by myself, getting out of my comfort zone, setting all that fear and anxiety and being an introvert aside, I got out of my car, put my bag on my back, walked down to where I thought it was. Basically, I was just following the other photographers walking down the street until we got to what looked like a mass of people. Um, and actually, no, no, this is coming back to me. It was one of the nights where, uh, you remember that guy, uh, 6 a.m. LA or 6 a.m. Los Angeles? He was a DJ dude. Yes, sir. You, remember. you remember that dude? Yeah. So I, I was actually following the music because he was bumping some gangster rap in his shopping cart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like walking to wherever the music was. And that's where the people were congregating and, Dude, I walked up and everything inside of me was saying, turn around. Nope. It's too much. Can't do it. I don't know how it's going to go. I couldn't predict the outcome. I didn't, I, at that point I had, I think I maybe done a couple, couple trade portrait sessions just to kind of get my feet wet with portrait photography, Yeah, which is what led me to want to do a meet. Cause I knew, like you said, there's going to be more models and people to connect with hopefully. So I get there long story short, um, I kind of stay back in the crowd. I'm, you know, checking it out here and there. I see some people start approaching some models. You know, usually if people haven't been to a meet, usually what happens is people show up and then people just kind of stand around for a little bit. And then it takes a little while for momentum. People start asking people for photos and, uh, you know, and then there's like little crowds that gather around one model. There'd be like 10 photographers. And then over here to the left, I'm like pointing to my left, like even though you can't see that. Uh, you know, there'd be like another model and some photographer shoot. So eventually I built up the courage to kind of get in the crowd and take a couple photos here and there. Garbage photos, by the way. Went over here. <laughs> I went over here. I got in this crowd taking some photos. And I basically just kind of hopped from crowd to crowd. And uh, yeah, honestly, that was my night. That was my first experience. Um, I wasn't super outgoing. I didn't really know how to approach strangers basically didn't know how to put myself out there and be engaging and uh create networks which we can probably talk about in a little bit but uh dude i remember i'm getting kind of nervous just thinking about i remember (laughs) dude i wanted to go home it was not it was not uh it was not my favorite experience i'll say that uh you know yeah i i can totally understand what you're saying and for everybody who is listening and like why is Devonte laughing is because like if you know thomas 
you know, you know Thomas, and if you know my, if you know myself, you know myself. But I'm laughing at Thomas so much because I, I know this guy. So everything that he just said is I can just visualize it, and that's why I keep laughing. But it's yep. so real because it is so true. Like when I went to one of my first TFTI uh, street meets, that's usually at night, uh, or they usually hold them at night, some in the daytime, but usually night. And you have like your fire breathers and your crazy people. You have like your smoke bombs and stuff like that. So it's usually, again, on some super dark, sketchy street where, you know, a hundred people get together Mm -hmm. and you park in your car and you're like, damn, I don't know if I want to get out on here, you know, because it's downtown L.A. as well. And before I started shooting photography, you would never catch me in downtown L.A. because it was like you kind of think about things like Skid Row and stuff like that. You don't want to get lost, you know, and everything like that. But downtown L.A. is just is a maze, you know, I don't like driving like that. So. You know, uh, if you've been downtown L.A., you know. Um, so that's why I was laughing so much because everything you said, I just visualize it. Yeah. Dude, go, I mean, people, people listening can probably relate. I mean, uh, I'm so curious yeah. about what people listening, what your experience was with PhotoMates because for me it was it was just, <laughs> bro, it was scary. Like, uh, who are these people? Why are they wearing masks? Like, what's up exactly. with the mask thing? But then, like, you know, I had to go get my own mask eventually, but that's fast forward a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Yeah, but dude, is, but and, and what's crazy is like as I look back, that's my first meet, and even though it wasn't super comfortable, I didn't get a lot of photos that I liked. I got some photos I did like. I was like, oh man, okay, I didn't know I could produce this kind of thing. It didn't stop me from going to the next one and the next one. And as a matter of fact, I think I went to a Conquer LA meet, and then like just a few days later, I went to my first TFTI meet. So even though it was really uncomfortable. And it wasn't the best experience. It didn't stop me because it showed me that on the other side of the comfort zone is someone that I didn't think I could be. You know, I'm pushing my comfort zone. I'm working hard at this thing, photography that I had fallen in love with months and months earlier. And this was just part of the process. Scary is just part of the process. And so it didn't stop me from going to the next one. Um, But I'll be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. But you're right. You're right. You know, and I'm glad that you just said that because um, we're not trying to pump any fear into anybody's hearts who have not been to any photo meets. But it gets better. Um, Every meet you go to, it gets better. You get more comfortable. Um, People start to know you. People start to remember your face. Um, And if you decide that you want to branch out in that same photo meet and get different shots, because I remember when we used to talk about this, bro, uh, when we used to go to photo meets, and we would always talk about how can we be different from the other photographers there? Mm -hmm. How can we, you know, because once you get done from that photo meet, it's what? The photo meets would be at like what, maybe eight o'clock, nine o'clock. You get home yeah. by like eleven or whatever. You better and rush to get time, those photos out. E- e- exactly. <laughs> when a photo meet is done, you have to drive home, rush home, and you know, and edit these photos to get these photos out so you can be number one or number two. So when people look up that hashtag, they're like, "Oh, dang, these are some dope photos," you know. So, but why? Again, why? Why was your why? Were you saying that because everybody's shooting in the crowd and people are getting pretty similar photos? Is that why you're saying that? Why you yeah, got to rush? Because to get- I- yeah, because like I said earlier, you know, when uh, just kind of explaining when I went to my first meet, it was again, you know, like I said, it can be a hundred photographers for one model and everybody's crowded up 
in a bunch and trying to get the same shot, you know, because you put your model right here and you kind of only got one angle to shoot from. And if you're new or you're a seasoned vet, everybody's trying to get a, a, the similar shot but something different. So um, when you get done with that meet, you're like, okay, there was another hundred photographers here. Let me rush home and let me go ahead and upload these photos so I can get recognition so people can know who I am as well, you know? Because again, every shot is kind of the same. Um, but going back, like I said earlier, is when I met that one photographer and he told me, hey man, if you want to be different here, um, then you kind of got to do your own thing as well, you know? And that's what me used to speak about. So fast forward from our first meet to a couple meets later, you know, um, actually I can't fast forward that fast because actually we have to tell them how we met. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and that was at a photo meet as well, guys. So me and Thomas met at a photo meet, huh? I'll let you tell them because I yeah. like to tell the story. So, well, <laughs> well, okay. So for people, you know, people listening. Uh, so basically, I have been going to a couple meets, and then I went to a uh, street meet LA, which is an Instagram page who hosts these meets. You know, generally they're pretty big. They're they're larger meets, and they had this Halloween themed one. And so I'll tell this story first and then we can get into the other one because I think this without without this one, you don't really get the, the, the meat of the second story. Uh, yeah, so anyways, I'm, right. like, I'm going I'm going to this photo meet, right? <laughs> He's laughing because he knows I'm about to put him on blast. <laughs> so uh, we, we go to this. I, I go. I, I'm not going with no one. I'm still going alone. Go to this Halloween photo meet. People are all wearing these Halloween costumes. Some of them are gore and gruesome and some of them are funny and it's just a bunch of photographers a bunch of models walking around downtown LA different areas kind of like a photo walk where you start somewhere and you end somewhere yeah. and you kind of have your grand finale at the end and so anyways I'll give you the short version <laughs> of it I'm shooting I'm following the models around you know I'm, I'm getting comfortable in my skin you know I'm getting more comfortable uh, asking people to take photos there's easily like 30, 40, 50 models maybe. Everybody's wearing different outfits and stuff and probably three times as many photographers. So I, I see this dude at a, at, a, at a distance and he's carrying a, a machete, a machete. <laughs> this guy's carrying a machete. He has this, I would say, pretty sick looking poncho on. <laughs> he may have had a Jason mask on, I can't recall. I cannot remember the details, but I said, hey, let me get a couple photos. He said, sure. So I take some photos. What do you know? It's the guy I'm talking <laughs> to right now, Devante, in a freaking Halloween costume, trying his hand on uh, the other side of the lens, being a model at a photo meet. Oh, bro. Oh, man, that is so funny, bro. Oh, like, by the way, for the record, I never sent him the photos. Yeah, he never sent me those photos. I've been trying to get those photos till today, and we've been knowing each other for Deleted. years now. So, yeah, I can't, I can't send so you blurry funny. photos. You're right, man. And you know the, the what makes me laugh so much is that, like he said, you know, I, you know, when you're a photographer, you're behind the lens twenty four seven. And that day, I just kind of was like, you know what? Let me dress up, even though if I don't get, you know, if nobody wants to shoot me, I still want to dress up for the event. And then I just kind of put my camera away that day, and people were like, oh, yeah, let me shoot you, let me shoot you. So I got a bunch of people who would shoot me, and Thomas came in, and he was one of them. But, yeah, we, we didn't really meet that day. We just kind of 
he just kind of shot me and we kind of walked away. So, yeah, yeah, it was like I still didn't really know Thomas. Well, um, and, and yeah, yeah, you know, that definitely wasn't the time we met. And just to add in, you know, the the basically the idea with meets is to meet people, right, is to meet photographers, yeah, to course. meet models. And generally what you will do for people listening, if you haven't gone and if, or if you've, you're starting to go and you're curious about what the process is, you, you take some photos, you exchange your info. Usually that's just your Instagram name or tag. And you send them some photos through Messenger later on, and uh, you know I, I think maybe I got your 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 username or something, but there was a whole kind of process after that that occurred where we actually started supporting each other as photographers because we shared that similar meat type culture. You would post a photo, I would like your photo, I would hit the the flame emojis on your photo, you would hit the flame emojis <laughs> on my photos. And, uh, okay, so now let's fast forward, if you don't mind. Right. No, no. Go well, ahead. Yeah, so, like, as Thomas was saying, um, you know, when you're at these meets and you're uploading photos and stuff, um, you know, you kind of start to realize, okay, who's liking my stuff? And then, like, out of nowhere, I just started seeing this name, Thomas D. Photographs, Thomas D. Photographs. I'm like, dude, this guy Thomas is, like, hella, like, liking my stuff. Like, this guy's cool. You know, you know how they say, like you have real friends and you have like social media friends. Like Thomas was surely becoming one of my social media friends. So I'm like, I got to meet this guy in person one day. But yeah, Thomas was just liking my stuff and I was liking his stuff. And I'm like, yo, your stuff is cool. Appreciate the likes. I'm going to like stuff back. So yeah, go ahead, man. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because that is so true. You get to see, you recognize usernames, you know, you recognize people's tags and you recognize their work eventually over time. And you start to kind of, get a feel for who's in the meat culture, who's going. You'll see a lot of the same models over and over. So you kind of see, okay, now I know I'm going to go to a meet and this person is going to be here. You know, I can mention some names, but there's people that are pretty well known that kind of continuously go to meets as models and also as photographers. So you, you start kind of feeling out the culture, who's there, who you can probably network with and meet. And uh, yeah, so yeah, we definitely... Um, you know, we started supporting each other in that way. So fast forward a little bit to uh, Slauson Bridge TFTI meet. That was Crazy. the that was the genesis. No, I'm kidding. That was the uh, the birth of this relation. That sounds super weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's so true though. It's oh man. True. It, so so like if I could just talk about the excitement I felt when I put a face to this Instagram name, cause you know, mind you, most photographers, you know, our faces, well, it seems like more now than ever, but our faces are usually not up. So you see a bunch of photos, yeah. but you don't know who the person is. Um, so there is like this shock factor of like, Oh snap. I, mean, I think I probably said, Oh snap. You're, <laughs> you're 12. Cause Hey, just for the OGs out there, this is not D Randolph images. This is 12 photos. That's who I got to know. Crazy. 12 photos. I dropped the OG uh, Instagram name. Dang, uh, this is 12 photos. I got to meet that night on Slauson bridge and a couple others, uh, like Joey and T Ray, you know, I can name a bunch of people that are super good yep. and super cool. Um, but I don't know. I can't even really remember how did, were you there with dead eye also that night? Yeah, we were all there, bro. And um, what was going on? I think I remember. Yeah, we were shooting. I think it was Sab, or no, not Sab. It was um, dude, not Joey, but what's his name? Um, you just said his name. I 
can't even remember. Um, T Rad. It was T Rad. Yeah. Oh no, it was it was either T Rad or Joey. But one of them was in a mask, and um, no, because they were shooting with us. So it was somebody who was in the mask that we didn't know, and they had some flames. Uh, no, the smoke bomb, and they went off right. And I think it was like me, you, T Rad, Dead Eye, uh, Joey, and. You know, after we shot them, it kind of kind of died down a little bit, you know, so everybody started talking after. So then we just all turned around and was like, oh, okay, let's get each other's handles. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm Thomas D. Photograph. And I go, what? Oh, snap. Or I think you said it. And I'm like, you Thomas D. Photographs? Bro, you the guy who been liking my posts every freaking day? Like, dude, I appreciate you, man. It's finally great to put a face yeah. um, you know, a to, a, to a name, bro. Like, it, it was so crazy because it was like, yo, like, you know, it, it can be a bot. Thomas can be a bot or whatever, you know. But it was kind of cool because he finally met that friend on social media who, you know, fucks with you. Excuse my French. But you know, who is, who's also repping your stuff, you know, and it's kind of cool, so, yeah, man, that was the big moment, because it was like, yo, after that, me and Thomas just, like, we just hit it off, it was like, you know, we were meant to be friends, you know, and I'm glad that we actually became friends through photo um, and video, bro, so, yeah, yeah, man, man. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, that's exactly what you said, too. (laughs) It's cool, man, because, you know, what it is, is, it's networking, but beyond that, it's meeting people that share a common interest with you that are passionate about the same thing you're passionate about. So much so that they're willing to stand above a freeway at 930 at night on the Slauson <laughs> Bridge overpass and you're causing a traffic jam because people are doing smoke grenades and fire performances and cops show up and we don't even care because we're doing this thing we love, man, and we get to do it with other Facts. people that we're getting to meet, dude. And that's what's exciting about is that's what happened that night is to be able to say you know what screw the comfort zone i'm I'm out here again working on this craft like you said last episode beating on this craft meeting new people putting myself out there to just build this thing uh called being a photographer and just uh, being out here and so for people that haven't been to meets that's what you can get from meets you know hopefully and for people that do go to meets, I'm sure you can relate to that feeling of like, what, you're so-and-so, you're who? What? Oh, I love your work. I got your I got your images saved for my next portrait session because I'm going to use them as inspiration, right? right? <laughs> Facts, bro. Yeah. Uh, you're, speaking, you're speaking nothing but truth right now. Um, and you're right, dude. Like, so for people who have not been to photo meets, um, you know, I hope what we're saying is something that will inspire you to go to a photo meet. You know, I know right now the whole COVID situation is going on and stuff like that, man. Yeah. But when people start holding the photo meets, I would say go to one and try it out and, you know, hit us up on Instagram and tell us how you like it or what you thought about it. You know, push the comfort zone and get out of the comfort zone, you know, and, you know, I mean, strive for greatness and strive to be better in whatever you do if it's uh wedding photo meets go to a wedding photo meet if it's a certain car photo cosplay meet that photographers shoot cards or cosplay do that man because yeah dude we branched off that's another episode right there yeah, where, you know we went to that stuff and met even more people man and got even more better connections um you just never know but i mean again it was all under the umbrella of photography and there's so many avenues that you can go through or you can do it's so crazy but the people that you meet as well is um something that just is great you know i mean besides you again I can name names, man, but there's so many people that we've met that have been good to us, and there's other people who we met that's been kind of horrible, you know, and 
Um, but, you know, you kind of just skip past those people and, you know, the people who you can actually have a conversation with um, besides just photo and video. Um, well, I wouldn't say just besides photo and video because I'm going to go into this topic really quick on I've when going to meet, I've spoke to guys who just want the upside of photo like, oh, yeah, that's the money shot, bro that 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 right there that model's great looking you know like i bet you if you do this way you get a hundred likes mm. but what about the, the 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 okay well how can i get better from you know this shot it's really not about likes man or why didn't you execute because you know uh, angles or whatever the case may be aperture you know um shutter speed you know like Let's actually talk about the bad things that a lot of people don't speak about because all they want to see or all they want to talk about is, dude, you know, that money shot or whatever it may be. Um, and I know you can contest that, too, bro, because we always speak about stuff like that, man. And we always have good conversations on not just the good things about photography and photo meets, but also the bad things and, you know, how things can be different next time you go out and shoot yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I mean, um you know, I was thinking about when you were talking, I was thinking about, uh, you know, if each of us had a story we could tell about when it didn't go well. And there's one meet in particular that I can remember where I had been going to meets for a little while. And sometimes it just doesn't work out. Sometimes it's just, I don't know if it's a feeling thing or it's me being in my own head, but sometimes I'll leave a meet, man, and I didn't take one photo. I Literally, I, I don't know. I think it's probably just being introverted and reserved and you know, not pushing myself. And I remember that there was this Long Beach meet at the lighthouse out there in Long Beach. And uh, I had all the intention in the world of going and putting myself out there and uh, meeting people. And just when I got there, I don't know what it was, man, but I, I recognized a couple of people and I saw people, you know, it looked like they were doing really well. Maybe that's what it was. I think it was me. I was comparing myself to other people that were there and I got discouraged. And in that discouragement, I literally packed my stuff up and I went home. And as a matter of fact, I'm thinking about it. I actually started walking back to the car and I stopped. I turned around and said, no, 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 no. I'm not doing this today. I got to get some photos. I came out here. It's a long drive. I got to put my work in. I got to work on this craft. Nope. Turned right around. Went back to the car. Mad. Pissed. Like, dude. crazy. Dude, it's like I'm out here. I'm trying to make a business out of this. I'm trying to turn this passion into money. I'm trying to pay bills with this. And I can't even get out of my own comfort zone to take some photos of some strangers. Like the, the, I feel irritated just talking about it, but it doesn't always go well. And there's a lesson to be learned in it. And there's something to be extracted from it. It's me getting out of my own way. It's me saying, you know what? It's okay to be uncomfortable. That's not going to stop me this time. It's not going to stop me next time. Right. Um, so that's one thing I could I could think of a very specific story where it didn't go well. I was comparing myself to others, comparing myself to their gear, comparing myself to their Instagram profiles in the back of my head. I knew how good they were and I compared myself to that. And it was so unhelpful on that day. That's crazy, man, because I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I feel like I think I was there for that meet in Long Beach or I don't know. You know what? Actually, I was not there. I think we end up going to 
You went to the first one. I went to the second one because I'm like, I feel like I remember being there with you one day, but I don't remember. But, I mean, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, man, I can tell a quick story on how it didn't go well for me either, bro. Um, Plenty of photo meets because, you know, I know you didn't really go to a lot, but I had more, you know, I just didn't care, you know, like uh, 10 a.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m., I would just go because my mindset was just keep beating on this craft, keep getting better. These photo meets are to network with people, but also just to get better at what you do. Um, so I believe uh, my first street meet, L.A., that's my first one. I remember this guy. He was just such a dick, man. Um, I walked up to him and I asked him, hey, man, like I see you got a Nikon. Like, what are you shooting with? I think at that time it was a Nikon D750, bro. Um, it was a new camera for Nikon on a block. I thought he was so cool because I'm like, yo, you got a full frame. You just spent like two, three, two, two, you know, 2,500, you know, two racks on a camera. I'm sitting here with a Nikon D5300, bro. Like, I want to be like you when I grow up. And this guy's like, oh, well, yeah, you got a beginner camera. And I'm like, okay, uh, uh, that's cool. But I'm asking you, like, you know, how do you like your camera? Oh, yeah, I shoot professional weddings. I make a lot of money. Okay, but, like, I mean, dude, like, how do you like the camera? Can you tell me more things? Because I might want to go up to a Nikon D750 one day. Oh, well, basically, he just basically kind of, like, brushed me off because he's seen that I had a Nikon D5300, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a big I'm a big fish, and you like a little, you know, little fish in the pond. And it just kind of made me, like, damn, dude, like, this guy was, like, hella rude, like, didn't, like, like it was just like I kind of wanted to slap him after you know because I'm like yo like that's kind of like <laughs> effed up bro yeah, but you know sucks. what whatever whatever Devonte go meet somebody else another photo meet you know I was shooting with a model and she was just hella stuck up man and it was like if you if she didn't know you or didn't know your work you know you couldn't shoot her yeah I've and had it that was like, oh before. who are you like who are you and I'm like oh I'm kind of like new to this but i would love to shoot with you okay well i'm actually busy right now okay cool i'll come back later went back like 10 minutes later when nobody's around her oh can i you know it's okay if i shoot you oh well i have another guy shooting me right now look over it five minutes later nobody's shooting her she's just chilling talking i'm like damn wow man, like, does she want to shoot or did, like just because like she don't know who i am like i I don't know, you know, because there's other stories with other people doing just horrible things with models and stuff. So you don't yeah. know when, you, you know, but at the same time, it's like so many people there, man. And like you said, some other photographers are assholes. They don't want to tell you how they got the shot. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, I asked one guy, hey, man, that's a killer portrait. How'd you get it? Oh, go to YouTube and look it up. That's Dang. exactly what he told me, bro. Wow. I kid you not. Are go you to serious? To he told you to go to YouTube, look it up? You're standing bro, right in front of him? Bro, right in front of him. Go to YouTube and look it up. You mother... F Ooh. Dude, you don't know how bad I wow. like. Man, I, I'm, I'm just really nice. You know, you have to push my buttons for me to get upset. And it was just so disrespectful because it's like, you know, when you're a newbie or just even when you're a seasoned vet, man, and you go to these meets and you talk to somebody, you, you know, if you are nice to somebody and say, hey, man, because if anybody said, yo, bro, that's a killer portrait. How'd you get that? I will tell you how I got it, where I stood. Yeah, what angle my camera was, everything in a heartbeat because I want you to strive just like me, man. Yeah, I will never be like, nah, bro. Like, go to YouTube and look it up. Like, this guy was a hella dick. It was like, bro, like, 
do you not want people to be like you or do you not want to help people out or something like yeah. you know i guess man but yeah it just you just never know at photo meets you can go yeah. right and it can go wrong yeah but, you know our experiences at photo meets i hope whoever is listening and if you haven't been to one when you go to one is much different and better than ours but you know go to them because these things are great they're great for networking socializing getting better at what you do um and meets are great yeah you know that when you were talking about the story with the guy who said go to youtube look it up you know it brought up two things for me one is when you're starting out it is i'll just speak for myself it's scary to ask for help it takes a lot of courage to say i don't know what i'm doing and hey i like your work how tell me about that that giant strobe you have or tell me about your settings right now you know one of the challenging things with meets is when you're starting out especially is um, you're standing in a crowd of people and, you know, what if you're not good with settings yet? Or, you you know, the lighting changes. Sometimes the lighting conditions change and you have to change your settings. And so how nice would it be to look over to the guy or person to your left or right and say, hey, what settings do you have here? And sometimes that meets people are more than happy to help you out. I, I would say the majority of the time people are there to help each other out. But there are those experiences where people say they either just ignore you. Or they don't want to share for whatever reason. I think sometimes people, you know, they don't want you to be better than them. I think that's a thing for people. Um, yeah. other, t- other times, you know, maybe they did put in a lot of time to learn that skill. And they don't want you to take it. You know, they don't want you to learn it easily. You know, they want you to learn it the hard way. But, you know, it's just so hard to ask for help. And it's really a bummer when you hear these stories of people that aren't willing to help. And that's one of the reasons we want to do this podcast is to be able to tell these stories to help people out because we're similar in that way shoot there is way more than enough work to go around and if Devonte gets better that's actually better for me and the community in the long run because it ups the standard of all photographers or all video people right if you get better Facts. i have to level up just to stay up to you and guess what i'm passing you up and i'm going to share what i learned so you can pass me up and it's just this back and forth evolving grow together relationship right um, so that Beautiful was the first thing that came Thanks. up. Yeah, that was the first thing that came up is it's a bummer when people do that because it's really hard to ask for help. And the other thing is, yeah. the other thing is, um, that's not the, that's not, I kind of already said it, but that's not the majority of experiences that meets. I would say, and one question I had was, what do you like or not like about meets? And, you know, what are some of the skills you took away from going to meets? And, uh, I think the things I really like about meets is one, you get to meet people like literally you're, you're out there in the open, you're out there in public, you're pushing your comfort zone, you're putting yourself out there. You walk away with Instagram handles and new relationships. Oftentimes, you know, a lot of us will get together in our spare time and go out, you know, dude, we got, we got so many stories of going down to, to Chinatown at night with a bunch of like nine different nine, 10 photographers. I know you, I know you know the night I'm talking about Devante. Yeah, uh, we were, that, that you know, was legendary. Yep, stomping around uh, Chinatown. And, uh, you know, those are the relationships you get for meets because, quite frankly, you probably wouldn't get that face to face if you hadn't met at a meet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of yeah. lost my train yeah. of thought. No, you, you were saying that, you know, what you like and don't like in your takeaways. Um, 
you know, but like you said, my likes and dislikes and takeaways from photo meets is, um, you know, like you said, man, you, you socialize um, and you make new friends there. Um, you talk to other photographers who have different uh, camera equipment. You know, you might want to switch brands or whatever the case may be. Um, so it's kind of cool just to learn from other people as well. Like you said, man, I've done it where I've looked at other photographers who went and I go to their Instagram handle and I like shots. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to save that for my next trade for work, you know, uh, by myself type of shoot tomorrow because I really like his work or her work or whatever, you know, um, takeaways for me is that you know you get better every photo meet that you do you get better kind of like um if you play basketball football you sing or do whatever you know they say practice makes perfect practice makes uh progress you know you keep you know going forward you know every time you beat on that craft so for me going to photo meets was everything because it was like yo i get a new face um to shoot and again um you know, when I was talking about that one model being kind of stuck up, um, not every model stuck up, um, and every model is different too, guys. So, um, some models you'll get who are newbies and kind of don't really know and just kind of getting into it, just like us behind the camera. And then you get seasoned models who you go and you don't really have to say anything, um, cause they already know angles and know how to shoot. So that's another thing, just kind of being better with models because that's a takeaway because when you go to meets and you shoot models at meets you know everybody's there but when you the takeaway from that is that now if you're doing a paid shoot or whatever you got all that practice from these photo meets that exactly. you can use in your paid shoot or just a regular shoot that you want to do to be creative you know yeah so you know it's a lot of takeaways man because again there are good meets there are bad meets but overall for me i think that it helped me be the photographer who I am today um, with portraiture and understanding lighting, understanding posing, positioning, angles, um, and everything else like that, man. So I value photo meets and I think that, you know, the creators of these meets, um, you know, like TFTI, Street Like Bell, us. Conquer, Don't forget about us. You know, us. <laughs> we do have, you know, that's another episode because we did form a, a, a group and we did have like a photo meet or two. Um, but again, you know, uh, my takeaways are if you haven't been to one, go. Um, go learn, go shoot, go socialize, get handles. And I promise um, if you go to those things, you're going to come out a, a better photographer because you can do so much and you can just work on your craft there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like go with a friend, you know, even if it's someone that doesn't shoot, just sometimes it's nice to have a support system when you're doing something new. You know, like you were saying, Devante, oh. yeah, Deadeye invited you to that first one and it was off to the races after that. Uh, I definitely think I'm way better photographer and more developed now because of meets. I would say if anybody's starting out, I would agree with you, you know, go to them. Um, and I would also say uh, just try to have fun with it. Treat it as just a, you know, it's a new experience. Maybe you've gone to a lot and, you know, you're finding that you're kind of, you are in your comfort zone of the type of type of, you know, the type of photos you create at these meets. So, you know, because I, I know Devante, when we did a lot, we were going to meets and shooting and stuff and doing client work. You know, when you introduced me to off-camera flash, you know, that changed it all up for me. And I noticed that I was going to meets and I kind of got stuck in that comfort zone of, you know, just uh, kind of underexposed. And, uh, yeah, you know, I wasn't using any lights. And there were people that were. 
Uh, some of them I asked for help and they said, nah, whatever, figure it out yourself. Like we mentioned earlier. And then other times like you, you know, um, yeah, you know, we have the same, one of our lights is the same and that's probably cause I got the recommendation from you, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. uh, go ahead. Yeah, bro. No, no, you're right. And, um, you know, it took me a, a couple times to, um, understand from other people, you know, I kind of just looked at them, you know, I don't think, I don't know if I ever asked anybody, I don't really remember asking anybody how they shot with off camera. It's you remember that like, time you, know, you asked, around it. you remember that time you asked to borrow that person's, uh, gear and they were like, nah. Yeah, man, you know, yeah, that, that was kind of heartbreaking, you know, because yeah. we had been boys for a while already, um, you know, and I would never, uh, steal anybody's gear or, you know, mess up anybody's gear, you know, if you ask me and I know you and you say, hey, man, can I borrow this? I would give it to you in a heartbeat, you know, just bring it back to me in one piece, you know, I know you already, we've been to so many meets, I got your number, you know, I can track you down if I wanted to, but I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about helping another photographer because they might need a certain piece of equipment for a certain shoot because they're trying to get certain looks or just whatever the case may be. Um, but, you know, besides that, man, just kind of going back and what you what you were saying was that yeah man you know you kind of see a lot of people using these off-camera flashes so next thing was how do you get that shot let me go on youtube and figure it out and when i figured it out i started doing it and you know like i said man for me if i know something i'm always available to help if you have any questions you can message me and if i know it i will definitely always go ahead and say hey yeah do it this way or you know hey this is how i learned it i'll send you some videos and if you ever want to shoot with me we can always set up a shoot and i'll teach you how to do it you know that's just the type of guy who i am so um yeah man again just going to meets i learned a lot of stuff and Again, like you said, Thomas, I think going to meets helped me and you become better photographers because we were able to take that knowledge outside of photo meets and use it in our regular, you know, regular lives as far as, you know, just regular photographer lives with other, you know, models and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, dude, everything you learn about posing at photo meets, it, all of it transfers, it's all transferable skill, you know, working with clients and learning how to, you know, put an arm this way or turning the chin this way. You get you can get so much of that experience for free at a photo meet. You literally just asking free. models to do different poses, dude. If you're standing next to me, Devante, at a photo meet, and you're creating this cool shot that I like, I'll literally turn to you and say, "Dude, what are you thinking in your head right now? What are you doing to create this image?" And you literally have resources to your left, to your right, in front of you, behind you. You have models to work with, probably more than you would even need to work with. And then the thing that makes you even you, the, the way you can, how do I say this? The way you can get the most out of photo meets, I would say, is learning to shoot away from the crowds and learning Correct. learning to kind of separate yourself from the crowds and build the more one-on-one -on -one or, you know, uh, relationships to actually start posing and uh, composing shots. So for, for you, Devante, my question is, how did, because this is something that you learned and kind of modeled for me. How did you learn how to step away from the crowd at photo meets? When it's easier to stay in the crowd, how did you learn to step away and maybe ask a model to kind of go off to the side to create a shot that's unique and different and that separates you from the other images that are kind of more more lame, more blah, 
You know, the other ones you'll see on the hashtags. regular that, yeah. that everybody was getting, right? That when you got home at 11 or 10 o'clock and all the photos were posted by 11, it was the same photo that the other 30 or exactly. 50 photographers got. Um, so one day, man, I just kind of told myself, like, I've always had this Kobe mentality. You know, like Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, man. Um, I just always had that mentality is, yo, uh, you have to win. You're, you know, if it's 10 other people in this room, you have to come out victorious you're number one um no matter if somebody is more talented than you are or whatever the case may be so one day um i'm going to this meet and this was probably like maybe my fourth no i would say six seven meet meet um already and i was just already tired of getting the same photos and shooting in the crowd so put on the kobe mentality and say you know what today is a day that you're gonna ask a model to step away and shoot somewhere else because if you don't separate yourself from the pack you're just gonna stay you know and you know he's just gonna stay like cows and lambs you know like nobody's gonna know who you are because when they look on this hashtag your photo is gonna be the same photo that all these other 30 photographers got so one day i go to this meet and i see this model and i'm like cool she's wearing something hella cool she had like this headpiece and stuff like that you know again she went ahead and stepped out everybody's shooting the same shot as soon as everybody got done i walked over to her and said hey my name's Devonte. this is my handle is it okay if i take you over here to take a couple quick shots she's like cool you know and with that being said, no matter what, you'll still always get about two to three other photographers or four or five. When they see a model moving, they'll kind of like chase you as well. So, you know, I'm like, you know, Avante, let me just wait till everybody cools down or let me wait till somebody pops smokes. And when somebody pops smoke, everybody run that way. So Smart. when they run that way, take your model this way. That's so a veteran right that. there. That's strategy. <laughs> mm. Pop smoke, right? go the opposite direction. <laughs> Exactly. So I waited until somebody did some smoke. Everybody ran to the smoke and I took her to the other side. And I just said, hey, man, with the other meets that I went to and learning from them, I was already like, yo, this is this is how you're going to separate yourself from the pack, bro. Just just be confident and shoot your shot, you know, meaning like shoot your shot far as camera. Yeah. Um, and I just started shooting, man. And, you know, she was really cool. And I got comfortable, and I went home that night, and I looked at my camera, and yo, man, these shots at that time were fire. And I'm like, yo, oh, man, I can't wait to post these, because people could be like, yo, like, where'd you shoot that at? Even though it was at the same meet, I just decided to just take her to a different location where nobody was shooting at. Yeah. And um, after that, man, that's when my confidence went up. And every other meet that I went to, it was, yo, I never shot in a crowd. I stopped shooting in a crowd. Every time, you know, they were finished, I would take them somewhere else. And I would do my thing, bro. And that's just how I started building my confidence. And that's what made me the photographer, you know, who I am today, man. Just by being confident and um, trying to do di different things and try to get different shots from everybody else, you know. I mean, that's about it, bro. Other than that, it just also YouTube and then working on my craft every day and trying to figure it out and getting better at what I do. But yeah, yeah, man, you know, well, those it, are, it takes time. It but yeah, it does. It does take time. You get better. Yeah, you know, and it's all progress. Like we mentioned in the first episode, man, it's just about progress. And this is your journey, and you try out these different things at photo meets and. You end up just learning things along the way. Just over time and through exposure, you learn things. Um, you know, going back to what you were saying, Devontae, about 
shooting outside the crowd and asking a model to, you know, try out a different backdrop or different, literally, you know, these photo meets are in the coolest locations because you can go 10 feet to the right and it's a totally different scene. And, but without going 10 feet to the right, you're going to be in the same scene. And so when you got back to your house, Devante, and you're looking at your photos and you're going to post a photo or probably 20 from that meet, it's not going to look like anybody else because you took that chance. You know, you went 10 feet left, 10 feet right. And you changed, you learn the skill, you know, working with someone one-to-one, which is a skill you have to learn as a photographer, whether it's paid work or client work, doesn't matter. You need to be able to connect and meet and work through problems with people in the moment, which is a tough skill to learn, but you also are just doing something different than everybody else that's there. And that is important too. It is important to be able to be in a shared space with other creatives, but be a bit different, be unique, you know? And uh, I think that's really cool. That's something I've had to learn along the way too. And I'm proud of learning that. And it sounds like you're proud of learning that for yourself. Um, So I would say, you know, for anybody listening, if you're finding yourself, uh, you know, if you're finding yourself just doing the same thing over and over, what would it be like to try something different? You know? It might be uncomfortable for sure. It's part of the process. Um, But is it the thing you need to try to grow? And oftentimes the thing you're avoiding, I know this from personal experience, is the thing I need to do to grow. So, you know, shooting outside the crowd, I think, is just a necessary part of the process of uh, developing. Facts. Everything you just said was facts. So, I mean, being uncomfortable is going to be the best way because that's how it's going to make you comfortable for whatever endeavor, you know, you do later in your career with photography or video, whatever it may be. Um, Because then you'll be able to be like, yo, I've done that before. This shoot is going to be a piece of cake. Now you can be more creative on whatever you decide that you want to do, you know, with that shoot. So, I mean, all in all, man, um, if you've never been to a photo meet, go to one. um, And I'm sure you'll have fun at these things. So before we wrap up episode two, um, we got tons of feedback from episode one. Um, we got great feedback. Um, thank you guys who listened and gave us feedback. We appreciate you so yeah, thank much. You. But there, go ahead. I'm sorry, man. No, no. I was just going to say, I was just saying thank you to everybody who listened. Um, and there's one message I got I wanted to address because it sounded like, you know, we want to give a little more thorough of an answer. So we, you know, we were talking about perfectionism and struggling with that. And, you know, someone messaged me us uh, and asked if we can just elaborate on how we overcame that perfectionism piece so for you Devante you know I know you were talking in episode one about how you know you could relate to that idea that perfectionism can get in our way it can hold us back from posting photos and sharing things I think I made a joke about unleashing the terabytes of photos I'll never share because they're not good enough (laughs) (laughs) you know Uh, so the question so the, the thing says uh you know future episodes if this topic comes up again maybe you can speak about how each of you deal with perfectionism in your uh, photography so what are some ways you found Devante, to deal with and overcome perfectionism with your photography Ooh, that's a great question because I went through it. When I say I went through it with perfectionism, I went through it and um there's nobody who knows that better than you bro or my wife um but especially you because you know before we 
before we used to post stuff i would always send you stuff and be like yo check this check that check this you know and we would always go back and forth um but how i overcame perfection was just understanding that you're not gonna make everybody happy um i've done a couple shoots where i actually almost gave up photography because i felt like i didn't make this model happy you know even though it was just one shoot you know i always thought in my head Devonte. You got to be as perfect as can be because if you're not perfect, nobody's going to like your stuff. Um, people are going to think you're so horrible and trashy, but I had to sit back and look at all of my stuff. Um, quick story. One day, I'm editing this photo because, you know, when you go out and take photos, if you've never done this or ever been in this place, I know me and you've been in this place before, Thomas, where we only look for certain photos, even though we shot 200 other photos and out of those 200 photos besides that one shot that we're looking for there's like 10 12 20 other shots that are just as great as that but again there's only one type of shot on our mind uh-huh. um one day my wife goes Devonte, like you got so many great photos in here why aren't you posting these uh babe you don't know what you're talking about you know you got to have it look like this you know you don't know what you're talking about and, you know, she would tell me this all the time, and I would never pay attention to her. Until one day, I went back and I looked at my photos and said, you know what? She was right. All these photos are great. But I'm getting stuck on just posting what people want to see and not what I feel that is genuine from what I took. And, you know, how I overcame it was I just, I, you know, when I started shooting again, I just started looking at everything, you know, and I kind of got that idea out of my head of, you know what, I don't want to post for them anymore. I want to post for me. I want to post for myself. I don't want to just get this one image and make it, you know, with the, uh, because at that time too, as well, um, I felt like everybody was going for one look, you know, and it was a trend and stuff like that. And again, how do you separate yourself from trends and stuff like that? You kind of got to do your own thing. So for me, just overcoming perfection was just kind of sitting back and, you know, doing it for me, man, and not really caring about the critics and what people was going to say and stuff like that, you know, because it can get to you. And I took a, a little long hiatus just because of that. And, you know, again, I finally just sat down one day and said, you know, Devontae, you didn't work your butt off for this many years just to quit um, you know, and not do it anymore, but, you know, you're never going to be perfect, you know, it's always going to be progress, because photography is a never-ending book, you know, and just as much as you think you're that great, there's somebody better than you, but you can always be better than where you are at today, you know, so if you keep going, and just keep, you know, looking at other people's stuff, and getting inspo, and trying this, and trying that, you know, um, you're still good you know don't ever let nobody tell you that you're not great so for me um like I said I just kind of after taking a hiatus I just kind of look back at all my work and realize like yo you are good you are great you know you have to tell yourself that because you know you don't want to not tell yourself that because then again you're probably going to hiatus like me but you know I'm glad I overcame that and now what I think to myself is that yo uh, you're never going to be perfect in this game. It's always going to be progress. But 
as long as you continue to do what you do and you love what you do and not care about certain looks, you're going to be great. And um, that's just how I overcame perfectionism with just, you know, understanding that, yo, it's a never ending book, but, you know, you're great and you love what you do. So, yeah, tough, but, you know, it's just something you think about. And if you love what you do, you know, you're going to be great all the time at it. So, yeah, wow. Uh, besides me, sorry, man, for that long little no, story. No, dude, man, the, I mean, every, you know. everything you said struck a nerve because I, I can feel what you're saying. I mean, I've struggled with perfectionism with photography and videography so often, you know, and I like that you, you know, the hiatus helped you actually. It allowed you time to look at your work, the body of work that you've created, and look at your skills in a in a slowed down, more introspective, kind of clear way and be able to tell yourself, you know what, I do have something to offer, that this work actually is good. And when you get away from that, you know, I kind of, you know, like your front door, you got a little people you're looking through. I think sometimes yeah. we have shoots and we have this very narrow view of what we want the outcome to be. And we get so fixated on that. And I love that strategy of being able to just take a step back look at the bigger picture of your whole shoot, you know, look at the, the hundred photos or the 70 photos, or if you're like, I used to be 500 photos and be able to, go, <laughs> you know, be able to go through and be like, you know what? I did, I did a good job. And so yeah. I th- part of it is taking that step back, looking at your, the, the your body of work and reminding yourself that you have skills and kind of, I think too, just giving up on the fact that everything's going to be perfect. And like you said, you're going to be able to please everybody, man. We could probably talk another hour. We're already an hour in. We could talk a whole another hour about all the people we didn't please and all the stories we have where it didn't work out. It wasn't the perfect outcome. Man, I had to give up on that expectation a long time ago because it's just not Crazy. possible, man. It's not. If it's not possible to please me all the time and I'm myself, <laughs> how can I please other people? I don't even know what they're thinking half the time, right? And not in a bad way. I'm just saying I just can't read people's mind. And also, like, what I like can be totally different than what you like, Devante, and that's totally fine, you know? But if I'm constantly not sharing photos because I'm trying to read your mind or the client's mind and, you know, th- this just it's such a backward way of thinking, I think, to have this standard that we can never meet. So for me, I think part of it too has been stepping back, looking at my work and stop doing things because I think it's what people are going to like and actually just doing things that I enjoy again. You know, I'm doing all these composite photos again, which is super fun, but also challenging. I'm, you know, I'm doing product stuff, I'm doing portraits here and there, and I'm doing it for me. And it's just progress. It's just progress. So I think taking a step back, not shooting for other people because you have some standard about how things should go. And I think, you know, if I just think for a second, another thing to help me with perfectionism is just knowing that it's normal, that it's common. You know, I think just knowing that a lot of people struggle with that outside of our industry too, and recognizing Correct. that it as it's just a it's just a struggle that we all share. And I think that kind of takes some of the weight away from it. Like, oh, this is something I'm only struggling with. Nah, I mean, so many people struggle with this, and it's on us to accept and then make sense of it and then move forward. And so, I'm moving on to my next shoot. I'm bringing all my skills I have. I'm able to tell myself I got something to offer. Otherwise, they wouldn't be hiring me in the first place. So I can challenge some of that negative thinking I have about myself. And I can bring 
uh, my A game to the next thing. And, you know, oftentimes always exceeding the client's expectation. So step back, recognize that it's normal and move on. I think that's what's really helped me overcome perfectionism. That's crazy because, you know, just how you felt mine, I felt yours, bro. And, you know, you know, I just, you know, we want to be super authentic, you know, uh, when we tell these stories and how we feel and everything like that. So, you know, the listeners like you guys, you know, like yourselves, you know, like you hear like, you know, like we're putting everything into this podcast because we we're telling these stories that we've been through. And we want you guys to know how, again, we overcame things and still are, you know, again, like Thomas said, it's, it's so normal, you know, like besides photo and video, you know, there's other things in life that we strive to be perfect with. And we realize that nothing's ever going to be perfect, but you know, sometimes you do have to take a step back and just kind of, you know, look at things and understand, yo, like, you know, I'm good enough to be this, or I'm good enough for that or whatever it might be um but you know i I hope that this helped um if you're going through that struggle right now with being you know perfect every day i mean because it was times where it was just like yo like i would come home and i would go through 300 photos and it was like i gotta edit this like super good i gotta make sure this is not there i gotta do all kinds of stuff like this is the look i have to post that and when you start to just post for them and not yourself you kind of start to just get over it and you're just like what am I doing like this is not me you know like I'm turning to somebody totally different and you're trying to be perfect because also you're getting so many likes that we'll talk about another episode but you know yeah like Thomas and I say you know um just try to understand it you know and take a step back and um you know it's something that we all struggle with but it's okay because i'm glad we both overcame it you know i'm pretty sure we're still you know overcoming things in life that you know with perfection but you know that's just our answer to that question so i appreciate um whoever asked that thank you so much because you know gave us uh you know gave us something to think about but to also share how we overcame perfectionism with what we do yeah and also talk about it too you know i was just thinking as you were sharing the reason we're talking about is because someone brought it up and i think sometimes you know, if you're if you're feeling like you're struggling with perfectionism and you're not talking about that with anybody, it just wells up inside of you. It just builds up. And, you know, like Devante mentioned, there's been times where him and I, we, we have private conversations all the time. And it's it's us talking about how we're feeling, what we're struggling with. And because of our relationship, we can bounce things off each other and get things out of our head and off our heart and off our chest, whatever we want to go with metaphor wise. We just get it out. And then we just think about, we think through it, we process it. He gives me his pro tips. I give him my amateur tips and we just move on. Facts. All right. You want to wrap this one up? Yeah, man. So thank you all for listening to the Createography podcast. It's a little late right now when we're recording this. so I know I'm super tired. And I know Thomas is super tired. We both got work in the morning, but, you know, we do this because we love it. Um, and we hope that, you know, you guys love what we talk about and we give you insights to um, our life as photographers and video makers as well. Um, but we appreciate you stopping by and listening to episode two. If you listen to episode one, we want to say thank you as well. Um, we couldn't be more happy, uh, happier to have this out um, and have you guys listening to it. Um, any last words you want to say, Thomas, before we go? Just thanks for listening. You know, episode two is coming out soon. Glad to be recording it. And uh, thank you to everybody listening to episode one. Thank you for the feedback. 
Um, shoot, let's do it. We'll see you on episode three. All right, guys. Well, stay tuned for episode two, and uh, episode three should be coming out shortly right after that. Um, And, yeah, thanks, guys. So we'll see you in episode three. Peace. All right, guys. You guys have a good one. Take care. Good night.